The information shared on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help of a licensed professional and is not a substitute for psychological diagnosis or treatment. Welcome back to the Unapologetic Brown Voices podcast. In this space, I will show vulnerability and I will be unapologetic. I challenge each and every one of you to also be unapologetic in your everyday lives. The topic of this week's episode is the stigma receiving mental health and services and being part of the Latinx community. But before we get started, I want to give you some perspective and I wanted to provide you with some numbers. According to the most recent data from 2019 collected by the National Alliance on Mental Illnesses, 44.8% of U.S. adults who suffer from mental health illnesses receive treatment. The percentage for Latinx was at 33.9%. And you may say, Jasmine, 44.8% and 33.9% are pretty close, and they are, but we got to be aware that these are most likely documented folks, and all of our undocumented folks don't get accounted for. And a lot of the times, our undocumented folks are the ones that need treatment and do not receive treatment. Um, And so I just wanted to give you some perspective with numbers um, before we kind of dived into this topic. But as we dive into this topic, I want to start with my experience. So let me share my experience with stigma around therapy. I grew up with two Mexican parents who migrated to California, specifically the San Fernando Valley area at a young, very young age. Like many of you, I was raised with my Mexican parents' values and beliefs. Within those values and beliefs, I was not taught about mental health, let alone therapy. Um, In an earlier episode, I mentioned to you that I was going to have this space be a space where I'd be vulnerable. So here I go. Uh, Due to not being taught about mental health and therapy, I grew up not knowing much about it and it wasn't until my fourth year at uc irvine that i started to hear more about therapy due to some research work i was doing with the professor and even then i don't think i fully grasped the idea about what therapy was but i do remember that even at that time i constantly heard my immediate family and extended family continue to say therapies for the weak therapies for the crazy people so i never really learned about therapy even at that time and so it was something that i was constantly being told Um, which is why I wanted to talk about this. And I shared a post on my Instagram because I wanted to get some of your uh, perspectives on what you were taught about therapy growing up. I want to share something here. So one of my friends said that they were taught that therapy didn't work for her just to pray. Um, And so like I like what she's saying, right? uh, Her family, she was taught, what's the point of therapy? pray and it'll be solved and that kind of goes back to what we talked about in the previous episode about religion right so that's a big big role that religion does play into our mental health someone else said um that therapy was for the crazy for the locals and again we talked a little bit about that last episode and there will be a episode dedicated just for that in the future another friend shared that that she was told that therapists were there to take her money um and that's something that sometimes a lot of us do hear um, but therapy is more than that. And w- again, we, w- we can do another episode on just therapy in regards to um, how it works and all that if you want something more in depth on that. When I saw that that friend posted about that therapists only want the money, I started to think about, okay, what else impacts individuals um, with wanting to seek out therapy? And we have to realize that a lot of the times in the Latinx community, there is a concern that many times therapists will not be able to understand and address the needs of people of color for various reasons. And that's something that I experience on the day to day because like I, many of you don't may, may or may not know, but I'm a therapist, right? And I know that sometimes that's something that we, that we look into is that 
if I am to have a therapist that doesn't look like me, um, that doesn't understand my background, then they're not going to be able to help me. Um, and that goes and beyond just therapy. It goes with other things, right? It goes if you're going to school and you're seeking for a mentor, you want a mentor that's someone that's going to understand you, someone that's going to be able to meet your needs and with therapy specifically a lot of times our people don't seek therapy because they're going to know that we're not going to have someone that's going to be there to fully understand our needs um so that was a piece that reminded me when i did see that friend comment that on my instagram and i want to continue talking about the stigma right so many of us have been taught that these stigmas have been in our families for generations right so for me it took me going to graduate school and pursuing a master's degree of social work to fully grasp an understanding of mental health and therapy and now I'm an advocate for changing the stigma and I challenge you all to do the same it all starts at home and let me tell you how I began to do it my family is far from perfect and still have those stigmas about therapy but I help them understand that the way of thinking needs to change as I think of it now and I'm reflecting with you now I would have benefited from therapy at some point in my life, like many of us. But due to the stigma that our parents have, it would have been hard for many of us to be enrolled in therapy at a younger age. Um, and I feel now that we're older, at least that I'm older, I can now decide for myself if I want therapy. But I know that as a young child, I would have definitely been able to benefit from therapy. Um, and throughout my time in graduate school and in my career as a mental health therapist, I have begun to start providing my parents with education about mental health and therapy that they have lacked throughout their, throughout their life. At the beginning, they would tell me, no, I was wrong, but it took me constantly repeating it to them until they slowly started to see what I saw. And yes, my parents and family still have their prejudice, but it continues to come up and I continue to expose them to what makes them uncomfortable. So whenever I have them tell me something, I call them out in a sense and I educate them. And with repeating and repeating and repeating, they're ultimately going to be able to understand where their thinking isn't correct or maybe their thinking is not the way that they should be thinking. Um, and then as I think about this with my extended family members, I, I'm always unapologetic with myself because I have to educate them on the stigma of mental health. When they tell me things, for example, that the kids that I work with don't need therapy and they're just they're just seeking attention. Um, and that is difficult for me to hear because I live this day to day with the kids that I work with. A lot of the kids that I work with need this therapy due to trauma, due to many other things. And when my family members tell me that, it really irks me. But I have to remember that I have to be unapologetic and share the truth and educate them. Even though they might not agree with me, I'm doing my job by educating them, by trying to expose them to it. And that's going to be my job. And if they decide to listen, great. And if they don't, I'm going to continue to be unapologetic and always bringing it up. And if they don't like it, oh, well, but that's me doing my job. So talking about our job, it's our job to be unapologetic and share our knowledge without the need of apologizing about our truths. Many of the times we apologize and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But with this, no, I'm not sorry for calling you out for having these thoughts that are not correct, for having these stigmas that are hurting you or hurting others. No, it's time for us to share our truth and not be apologetic. So I, I encourage you to do the same. Um, and I constantly experience this with family members stigmatizing therapy. So I know that it's my job to challenge them and to make them feel uncomfortable so they can start to learn. Because being uncomfortable is what's going to cause them to understand, right? Because no one likes to feel uncomfortable. I know that I don't. And when me, that's younger than most of those family members that have the stigmas, call them out and they feel uncomfortable, they're like, whoa, I don't like this feeling. Maybe Jasmine's a little bit right. 
So I have to continue doing that. And I do that on the day to day with my extended family and my immediate family. So with that being said, I hope that this was a useful conversation for you. And again, if you need uh, to have these conversations with your family members, I highly encourage you to do so. So I want to end by challenge you to challenge your family's stigma about therapy and for you to be unapologetic about it. Don't be sorry for it and just share your truth. If you need my support with that, you can always reach me out via my Instagram. My Instagram is Rodriguez underscore jazz with three S's. I'm always here to help. Um, like I said earlier, I think us repeating these things to our family members and friends is important because sometimes these are the things that are going to make them uncomfortable and are going to make them learn. And we have to normalize therapy because therapy is something that helps a lot of different individuals. And like I said, Earlier, I think that if I would have had therapy when I was younger, it would have made a difference. Um, I personally not in therapy right now, but I am going to be on therapy soon. And it's something that I think we need to normalize because therapy is useful um, and it can help us really break down those stigmas that we have and those traumas that we have from our childhood that maybe sometimes our parents weren't able to help us. Um, so with that being said, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day and that you can always reach out for support. But let's keep breaking these barriers. And like I said earlier, be unapologetic and share your truth. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.